And so I said, and 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 so li- but and then there was this. But I also tell you, and so then he's and so they were like, and they were roommates, and so and that's once, wild. And then welcome back to episode one forty nine of Ding Dong. <laughs> it's a podcast. I would have liked to chime in more on that, but that's uh, okay. I was like actively trying not to cough and die. Somehow. I saw. Well, and congratulations <clears throat> on not doing that. Thank you. You're welcome. You. Did cough, didn't die, just so everybody's clear. Yeah, right. Wouldn't it be w- way worse if you didn't cough and did die? Yes. So Statistically, yes. <laughs> science would show yes. Speaking of science would show yes and dying. Did you see the New Jersey governor a few days ago? Yes. Who just got fucking sick of people complaining about masks? For yes. those of you who didn't hear, basically there was like a press conference going on in New Jersey because coronavirus cases are all up in the U.S. right now. Like yeah. just so bad. And yeah. somebody asked the New Jersey governor like, hey, um, what uh, what do you have to say to people who think that masks are, you know, really starting to become a burden and really inconvenient? And they don't want to wear them over their don't nose. Wanna, or... Right, because it's, you know, kind of a big ask or whatever. He goes, yeah, well, you know what else is painful and inconvenient? Being dead. And then he just got up and walked out. Which, like, such a power move, if we're being honest. Love it. Like, that's my answer. Don't fucking talk to me anymore. Right. Being dead. No no, <clears throat> no more questions. Thanks. Yeah. You know, Asked t- and answered. Asked and answered. Also, the uh, the mm, interpreter, mm. the sign language interpreter in that clip was very entertaining. <laughs> um, because, like, every time he says mask, they have to, like put their right. hands around their face like a mask <laughs> and the the interpreter was very deliberate about like right enclosing their whole nose and their that's whole smart chin and like the the guy who was asking the question was mm. sounding very exasperated or like pretending to at least right and so the uh signers mm-hmm. body language was also very exasperated which you love to <laughs> see like the coupling of of that and oh being dead is inconvenient was great <laughs> well and like i was watching there was like georgia poll announcements or whatever and i just honestly like most of what the like poll announcements are are just like no there's no fraud no there's whatever all the stuff yeah but the people signing it have been arguably way more important and or fun to watch there was a guy in georgia who was absolutely slaying it yeah. And he was just, dude, he had like the little, like, he had little nonverbal stuff with his face too, and he'd get super into it and like make these like mean mugs while he was talking. It was awesome. <laughs> Have you seen the lady? I think it's at a Drake concert. Yes. Who just she does, she does a lot fucking, of rap shows. Or no, it's a Travis Scott concert, isn't Travis it? Travis Scott, she does like she a two fucking show. Ham. Yeah. She's really good. Have I think I watched a video one time of her like practicing and like what her process is. Cause like, they right. still have to be able to like get the emotion from what's happening on stage. Right. That would it would kind of just be like reading rap lyrics otherwise, which is right. normally not that fun of an exercise. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the fucking man. You don't get it, do you? <laughs> Type of money. Everybody acting like they knew you. Go Drake's uptown. Out, oh, New oh, York City oh. bitch. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
I'll do that every once in a while where, like, if I'm listening to a song and I'm kind of 50-50 on it of, like, I like the beat, I don't know about the lyrics, and then I'll look at the lyrics and just try and read them straight. And if I can't get through it, like, if it doesn't feel like something I either am or should be allowed to say, that song right. probably isn't for me then. Yeah, that's fair. You know? Like, that's because we talked about that a while ago, like, R&B, just, if you just straight up, if you presented that in a court case for, like, some horrible sex crime... <laughs> That would be like yeah. key evidence. That person's getting fifty to life, right? Like, um, have you ever listened to uh, King Vaughn? Rest King in peace. Vaughn. He just he just passed away a couple days ago. No, in a shooting. But uh, I had literally started listening to his music like two days before that. Oh, whoa! And <clears throat> yeah, his album is so aggressive, dude. <laughs> You're like, hold on, I do less though, please, sir. It's a uh, it's Chicago drill, so I mean, oh okay, sure. It's it's very aggressive, and yeah, you just kind of go, hmm. hmm, like he's telling a very vivid story, right? It's like well written when it comes down to it, yeah. But it's not me, yeah. But but it's, I, I have no relation to this though, other than that it's technically music, and I listen to that, right? Exactly. Do Do you ever have? And with and have you ever had to do it? Sorry, Madison. Um, do you ever do a thing where when you're walking along and you see a situation, maybe you try and come up with a stand-up joke for it? Making my way downtown, walking, walking fast, fast, faces pass, and I need well, to come up with a joke. Only when you're homebound, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. I always get driven there and then only walk home. Sure. Yeah. To downtown. Yeah. Downtown. <laughs> Downtown. Downtown. Macklemore put out a rap like three weeks ago, and nobody paid attention. Macklemore put out a rap like three weeks ago, and nobody paid attention to it. Really? It was just like a at the table freestyle. He was doing like a a a fake funk flex freestyle. That's cool. And he looks greasy as shit. Nice. He looked great. And it was like two and a half minutes of just mostly political bars. There you go. And then he got the fuck out of there. And it just. I I haven't heard anybody say a word about it. Yeah, anyway. this is the first I'm hearing. Also, <clears throat> side yes. note, with downtown, that dog, that the car lot that they get the scooter for in that video, yeah. it's in Spokane. We drive by it all the time. Oh, nice. Yeah. Is that where uh, Dadouche is? Guy Ladouche, who? Nick. Nick Dadouche? Oh, oh, <laughs> I forgot. Nick the Greek? Yeah. Yeah. Nicholas Dadouche. Good morning and how are you? My name is Nicholas the Douche. <laughs> I'm here to sell you a car. That's an interesting segue, which we'll get to. Um, okay. But because but we almost and... went and saw Nick the Douche again. Ooh. We didn't, but we almost ah. did. We thought about it. But you, are you ever like walking along and I, I assume other people do this, but like you'll see a situation and be like, I bet I could make like a at least the intro to a stand up joke about this, right? Yes. Yes, I was actually just thinking about this yesterday. Were so, you? So continue, please. That's when this came up for me. So like yesterday, I was I was in Target. So yesterday, I was so in yesterday. Target. There I was walking along in Target. Um, apparently, I'm like a poorly accented New Yorker in my stand-up <laughs> versions. It's like I'm E40 when I rap. That's so. the joke. <laughs> yeah. Um, but no, I was in I was in Target, and it made me laugh when I looked over to a guy who had a mask on that said, freedom doesn't look like this. And I was like, well, that's a joke just waiting to happen. (laughs) Because, one, you're still wearing the mask, so whatever. And two, he was even wearing it properly, so kudos. But also, two, like, 
how fucking mad do you have to be at somebody asking you to give the most minimum shit about anybody else to be like, you know what? I'm going to put a personalized message that tells people I don't give a shit about them. I think you're super extra punk ass if you're that mad where you'd go out of your way to buy that and then right. you actually wear it. And properly. then still wear it. Right. <clears throat> like hang that out of your shirt pocket and really make a statement. Don't or don't or on. just wear it. <laughs> <laughs> That's the goal. But like I, I was under, trying to I understand think- the actual goal. But if you're going to be that mad about something, right. like at least follow through on it. Right. Fuck you. <laughs> Super mega punk ass is a term that I will be using often. <laughs> often. Um, but I was trying to figure out a good way to describe him because, you know, in the in the lead up to a joke, you've got a descriptor. You've got to set the scene, right? Yeah. And I was trying to think of different ways to describe this dude. And the best one I settled on that I think really sells it was that he looked like Anderson Cooper, but racist. <laughs> It, they took all the softness out of his features. Right. Yeah. Like he still had fucking a sweet ass jawline, but then oops, some racism. <laughs> oh, sir, you got some some schmutz. Some right. there's there's something on on your soul. It looks <laughs> right, dirty. It's just oh, it's oh, that's never coming off. But like I was, yeah, I was just trying to figure out this dude because he was like, you know, like tough looking, you know, silver fox type of dude. Conventionally yeah. attractive, I'd argue, yeah. but also like not with that face mask on. And so, I just for like ten minutes, I well maybe five, I was walking out to the car, and I got in the car, and I was driving down to a different store. And the whole time, I was trying to think of like, right, what would be the funny lead up to that joke? What would be the intro? What would be the? Yeah, I mean, it's like know? the opposite of a dating profile. Like on a dating profile, you're supposed to put up. You get a, all the info right up front. Yeah, yeah, you put up a picture, you put the info with it. People make their assumptions. You're gonna sure. find people that are like you know feel like they have something in common or are attracted to that list of attributes or whatever you decide to put in there right but in real life it's just real life so like you know you're walking around and people are like "Ooh, that guy's a fucking asshole right snap judgment and that's where you're at right and now forever that guy <laughs> they is just know that head they just know that Anderson they don't Cooper. they don't go oh maybe this is a joke for his profile right Speaking of dating profiles, too, I I always think it's funny that Madison thought that in my Tinder profile, the fact that I had mentioned that, like, oh, I last year I pet 100 dogs. This year I'm going to pet more. Yeah. Um, she thought that was, like, a joke, like a ha-ha joke, not like a, oh, a funny conversation starter. And you said, Madison, and I was some like, things are just not okay to joke about. But we were on, like, date four or five by that point, and she was like, oh, that wasn't a joke? I was like, oh, my God, you went on me and thought that was a joke? You're risking that kind of sense of humor? Holy shit. <laughs> What a bad choice. Like, it obviously worked out, but like... Yeah, alas, here you are. But yeah, I mean, it was like, if that was my joke, that's not even a... There's no punchline. That's not even funny. Last year, I pet a hundred dogs. This year, I'll pet even more. (laughs) (laughs) You know, like... Anyway, like I said, it worked out. Last year, I walked a hundred dogs. This year, we'll see how tired I am. Fuck you. I'm still mad. I showed Madison, and she she cackled. And I was like, no. (laughs) We can't be supporting this. Because I haven't been dog walked in a while, and I'm not counting it as a full one, but it definitely hit a lot closer to home than nothing. I was just kind of putting it out there that even Daniel Radcliffe gets tired sometimes. What sucks is I knew what the picture was, too, and I still clicked on it like a fucking idiot. Yeah. Because I was like, what are you trying to say? Like, I figured maybe somebody had, like, face-swapped him or something, or, like, nope, just Daniel Radcliffe walking about 97 dogs. Yeah. You know, he was out. He had that full utility dog belt. Which, honestly, smart. 
so good. And so then if dogs ran in opposite directions, they just cancel each other out, right? Just you got dogs going. It's like those, you know, those koosh balls that yeah. just have all the, yeah, it's like one of those, except that's your belt and there's a dog attached to every belt, belt, a belt. <laughs> How do your pants stay up yeah. when you're on stage? Belt. <laughs> um. Oh, oh yeah. So I was walking my dog yesterday. Good. And this is not a dog walking joke. Yeah, thank you. Um, two things. I realize that a lot of stories I tell anyways just sound like the lead up to a joke. Mm-hmm. And especially around people that I'm only around in a joking capacity. Right. Like at work, it's a defense thing. Yeah. <laughs> like I have to keep myself occupied by coming up with the shittiest jokes so I don't just lose my mind and jump off a ladder or something. Sure. And so every time I walk past one of my coworkers, I would say some kind of joke or they would say something and I'd make a joke out of it. Um, they're like, Hey man, my back really hurts. And I go and make a joke. Yeah. Um, no, not really. <laughs> oh, just like um, that. Okay. <laughs> and I go make a joke. Um, but, uh, so there, like I go to start telling a legitimate story mm-hmm. and it sounds like I'm about to like tell an elaborate joke. I'm right. rusing them. Sure. Um, but like, there's a point that, I can't turn that off. Like, like you said, you're just walking around and you right. see something and you're like, so I was walking into target the other day. Yeah. And then, uh Oh, I'm, <laughs> I'm on stage live at the laugh factory. A microphone appears in your hand. <laughs> you're in a, in a white t-shirt that looks like it's 17 years old. Yeah. Some blue jeans. You're sad. Your shoes are a little too nice for your outfit. Ah, this is a really mean joke. Anyway, <laughs> But it's for me, it's like the same with rap lines, too. Yeah. Like, I feel like it's gone both ways where I've always told a lot of jokes and I haven't always rapped. And then they crossed over, especially when Michael and I were making a lot of music because Definitely. we both tell a lot of jokes and we both rap. Right. And so now it's like this never ending cycle of, ooh, do I make that a joke or do I make that a punchline? Right. Arguably well, and both. like, I like that I can text you rap lines. Yes. Just out of the blue, because sometimes I'll just be thinking of, not even on purpose, one will just show up. Hey, you know, that's when you know you got a good one. I would read one, but it feels too inappropriate. (laughs) Yeah, that's all right. But it is funny. (laughs) It did make me laugh. (laughs) Um, Speaking of fucking uh, uh, Nick the Greek, Nick the Douche, um, Madison has a new car now, or we're in the process of getting a new car. Congratulations. Thanks, man. I'll, I'll accept the congratulations on her behalf. <laughs> we got to get her all spiffed up. Wow. Got a new car. But yeah, we were shopping around and it crossed my mind more than once because I was scrolling through like uh, like my phone or whatever, old messages to see like if I had any like car promos or had somebody texted us because we'd hit up a few dealerships at this point and like, yeah. um, and Nick the Greek's number showed up and I was like, hmm, Mr. The Douche. But like, Mostly what I'm curious about with him, because this is a, for those of you who don't remember the episode, we went to a uh, Honda dealership and there's this guy, Nick DeDouche, who's like the general manager and he could not be nicer, like genuinely very cool guy, but just like a large, loud Greek man. And he literally goes like, hi, my name's Nick the Greek. That's what you can call me. Perfect. Which is, he just gets it out of the way. That's the right. way to do it. On, I agree. Um, And so he like. He was, you know, helping us look for a car when I was looking for one and all this stuff. And 
was telling us like his family was starting like a Greek restaurant and that he had like I think it was like 17 siblings or nieces and nephews or something coming over to his house for Thanksgiving last year. Jesus. I want to say it was upwards of 40 people he said that would be in his house. Good for him. Which is so insane. That's so many people. Um, And obviously this year, who knows how that's going to work. But hopefully his Thanksgiving turns out well. It's a large Zoom. But like, yeah, yeah, exactly. Every square is like five pixels. (laughs) Um, But yeah, no. So we were looking for him. And Nick the Greek has a hilarious last name, which is Dadouche. And it made me laugh the second I saw it because as nice as he was, it wasn't mean it wasn't gonna mean I wasn't gonna like giggle at his last yeah, name. Yeah, you gotta chuckle. And he's like, probably used yeah. to that. Yeah. He Long knows that's short, why he goes by Nick the Greek. Dude, we ended I will say this, we ended up leasing a car online like that just worked. And okay. that sounds dumb because we're in twenty twenty and you're like, Of course you could do that online. Yeah. The amount of car sites that didn't have like some easy to like here's a pro tip for anyone doing online work if you're yeah. selling something and you have like it's a negotiable price or you have something that could affect the price like make that process as easy as possible because straight yeah. up we would have potentially bought like four different cars not that we're unhappy with the one we got but like they had the easiest thing it was like how much money can you put down are you trading anything in here's what the estimated price will be here's what it will affect if you change yeah. the mileage and this and that and it's like oh well that's easy crazy that i want to just understand my options here right is that like carvana or something kind of it was through the dealerships website but it's how i bought my car in butte it was like the missoula people were like jerking me around and being like well we might be able to do this and kind of like the hide the ball trick or whatever yeah and the dealership i went to butte shout out lescovar not a sponsor um were like they're like a non-commissioned dealership which is also a thing i didn't know necessarily existed but like there's no you always hear about like the like skeezy car sales person or whatever and it's like, yeah, not there. They just get paid a salary. So they're like, yeah, no, I'm not going to like fuck with you and be like, oh, I got to make this extra 500 bucks. It's like, that's the nah. most butte thing I've ever heard. Right. Just like, hey, we're on salary. I'm not going to like fuck you around. Here's a car. It's nice. Do you want it? Yeah. And you're still incentivized to sell cars because if you don't, you'll get fired. Right. Exactly. So <laughs> they're paying you one way or the other. You're right. <laughs> um. So anyway, but it was so nice to just be like, okay, here's the money we have down. Here's the here's the trade in. Here's this. Here's that. Here's our price. We can just budget for that. And it's like, wow, that was so easy. Almost to the point that when we called the guy to like finalize it, it's like, okay, once you're done, call this number and your sales associate will help you out. It was like the dealership closed at seven, and we called it like six thirty. Yeah. Because it just took us, you know, an hour or so to get done with all the budgeting and all the stuff. Right. And we call, and the guy's just like, hi. And I go, hi, I don't think we've ever met, knowing that we haven't. Hi, yeah. I don't think we've ever met. I'm this person. We just filled out this application. Um, here you go. And he goes, oh, great. Yep, I just see that came through. There was an error on one of the numbers, so he fixed that for us. And then was like, cool, all right, well, here's your form, and it'll be here in two and a half weeks, and we'll see you then. We'll just coordinate pickup in about two weeks. Great. And I'm like, what the fuck? Which is also, like, it's exciting that you can yeah. just do that, but also a little scary that you can just spend that much money that fast. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And be like, what? I just clicked, like, five buttons. I could have fucking accidented my way through this. Hi, Rocket. Are you <laughs> like, sleeping? oops, I own a car now. Guys, I will turn the camera so Zane can see, but Rocket's giving me nice, sweet, gooey eyes here because she's a sweet little baby. Hi, Rocket. Hey, Rocket. Rocket. Now she's gazing longingly out the window. When will my husband return from the war is what she's saying. (laughs) But Rocket knows when I start talking that it means that I'm not petting her likely and that I'm paying attention to someone else. And so she'll come and she'll just sit and stare at me. 
Dude, they've gotten greedy for food too, which is uh, bad. They're a little little protective of their food. No, like no, they like want our food. Oh, they want yours, not each yeah. other's. Like right. Well, they're kind of I love both our cats, but they're both kind of dumb. Yeah. And so like that we have we feed them in like the same room but separate areas so they're yeah. not like battling cuz they didn't grow up together. And so You'll feed one, and they'll both run to it. And then you'll put food in the other bowl, and they'll both run to that one. It's like, no, but the first one is full. Yeah. Like, just stay there's, there. There's equal opportunity here. Right. And then they're like, I don't know about that. I got to go get this new one. That sounds way better. <laughs> um, What you were saying about, about selling stuff online. Yeah. I spend probably two-thirds of my life on Facebook Marketplace. Let's go. Um. I bought some ski racks yesterday, which racks on racks on, dude. That's yeah, exciting because Sterling and I got new cross country skis. Let's go. Um, and uh, I just have a few gripes about Facebook Marketplace. Okay. First of all, some people try to sell shoes on Facebook Marketplace. Oh, really? How are you selling shoes when you aren't putting the size of the shoes <laughs> anywhere in the pictures or description? Okay. <laughs> also. We know that apps always are updating, so it, like Marketplace looks different, I swear, at least once a week. I completely agree. And so it used to be really simple, where you could just say, show me listings in my area, mm-hmm. and it showed you listings in your area, generally starting with closer to you and moving farther away, and right. generally starting with things that you either have searched for or clicked on multiple times, and right. going out from your likes from there. Right. Okay. Really easy, really straightforward, made sense. Then they started categorizing it a little bit, where it would be some stuff near you, then it would say some stuff from other places, or like Mm -hmm. with shipping, and then it would maybe show you some ads. Sure. Now, it doesn't. It just says, oh, sports and outdoors, and shows you some shit. And so you click on it, and some of it is legitimate, like, oh, this person lives a mile from me. Right. And I can go get that. Some of it is a little farther away, which is fine. Like sure. if I clicked on something, maybe I'm willing to drive 30 miles to go get it. Or if it's like a large item or something or a really right. good deal. <clears throat> but other times it's like, oh, shipping in New York, 15 extra dollars <laughs> to get that here. And you're like, it's a sticker <clears throat> that I won't actually put on my car. I just kind of want to get it. To um, have, yeah. And I'm not paying... $13 in shipping for no. a $5 sticker to get that here. And like, how did it come up with that in the algorithm that it's like, you know what? He does want this sticker, except for the fact that it's in Albany and you are not. Yeah. And then now, because it doesn't uh, have a distinction between what's close to you and what's shipping, you've, I've clicked on enough stuff that it has just started peppering me with scams. That's So dude, it's that's, like- yeah. It's like 2007, Toyota Tundra, 130,000 miles, $1,300. And you're like, uh. And you click on it, and the picture's all fucking distorted. Like, the, <laughs> it's all wrong. And then you scroll down, and usually you can look at, like, the dealership that it's at or the person's rating on Marketplace. Sure. Um, it's a car dealership with 10 likes in Georgia. <laughs> <laughs> and You're I like, scroll- what good does this do me? Yeah, and so I scroll through like three swipes worth of fake cars right. before I even get to see like, 
oh, this person posted some bindings that right. maybe I'd actually be interested in because I have a pair of skis that needs new bindings. Right. <laughs> like, so. That's, dude, yeah, I, well, and I'm having the opposite experience. I'm having the seller's experience right now. Uh, and we've talked about this before, so we won't necessarily rehash it out. But just like, yo, if you're buying something on Craigslist or selling, yeah, and somebody messages you and or you message somebody, be prompt with that shit. Yeah. Like, somebody messaged me this morning and goes, Hey, is this still available? Also, we're selling an office chair. Yeah. For like 30 bucks. And it's got some scratches, whatever. So we'd probably take 25 for it. Yeah. And it's Madison's old one. And she's like, dude, we got like three. We don't need this. And so uh, the the person messages and goes, hi, is this still available? And would you take a lower price? And I go, yes. It, it Within probably five minutes of their message, I go, yes, this is still available. What price were you thinking? Question mark. And it's been four or five hours, probably. Nothing. Perfect. They don't want I'm like, just message back. Right. What do you mean? Yeah. I was a little frustrated when I bought the the rack for my car. Right. Because I messaged the lady and I had like ample time Thursday evening to go pick these things up. And that was fully my intention of just like, boom, quick sale. Because I I caught it within the first 45 minutes that it was Which is clutch. Yeah. And, And like with stuff like that, those sell really quick. Definitely. And so I, uh, I messaged her, and it was like three hours before I heard Ugh. back. She goes, well, yeah, it's still available. Um, just so you know, blah, 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 gave me some extra information about it. I was like, right. cool, that's okay. great. What's your availability tomorrow? <laughs> like, And then it was another 15. And it wasn't, I mean, she, turned out she was like older, not sure. old, but like, you know, older, probably wasn't sitting on her phone all the time, maybe no, didn't right. have the Messenger app. Like, fine. But you're also trying to sell this, and when I showed up to buy it, she said she was, oh, yeah, like five or six other people wanted to buy these. And I was like, okay, so maybe you should figure out if I'm actually going to buy them from you or not and move on and quit wasting your time Right. as well. That's the big one is when, like, again, part of me knows it's because I had a year's worth of classes on how contracts work, but, Mm -hmm. like... The amount of people who are like, yes, it is sold to you. Please meet me at this time for this money. I'm like, that is a valid and enforceable contract yeah. almost entirely, or like almost every time. Yeah. And then I'll get a text like an hour before, and it's like, sorry, sold to my neighbor for half the price. It's like, what? You're like, excuse me? I, just I took to time bank? off work. What the fuck? Like- <laughs> and they're like, yeah, anyway. And I'm like, no, not anyway. Anyways, what the fuck? see you at Target. I'll be the guy in the freedom mask. In the freedom mask. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Thank you. But so, yeah, I mean, it's just the amount of people who like, I don't know. I get that selling stuff online is weird and sketchy and all that. And like that yeah. I am in a pretty good like age group as far as like young white guy trying to sell stuff online. Yeah. Not typically the scariest of, of individuals, but like you'll mess. We bought a desk from a guy who turned out to be the sweetest old guy ever, but his yeah. profile was horrifying. <laughs> like it was just like pictures of a small dog and that was it. There was no Good. information and it was just like, re- like a lot of older folks will do this where they'll put like school of hard knocks or whatever. Yeah. Or like worked at the streets university or, you yeah. know, I don't know. You wouldn't Fucking know. Hard knocks college. Yeah. But, like, I think he had something similar to that. And, like I said, turned out super sweet, but I was, like, glad Madison was there. I will say this, though. Since Madison and I had been dating, like, um, 
I think like maybe a week in, we started talking and I was selling a TV and kind of a similar situation. Old scary yeah. guy messaged me and was like, I'm going to buy that TV. And I was like, well, all right. Wish me luck. Hope cool. I don't get murdered. And the, the shit that people talk about strangers that they just feel comfortable when they're in your own home buying a thing that you're selling. Yeah. He was like talking about like, oh yeah, well my daughter came back from college and all this stuff and yeah, well I was in a war and my, you know, I hurt my leg pretty bad and all this stuff. And I'm like, okay, do you need help carrying the TV? He goes, well, no, not because of the leg, just because it's heavy, but like, you know, anyway, my leg's been pretty sore recently, but I think it's probably just the weather. And I'm like, what yeah, the are you going to buy my TV? Now. Give me my money. Like, like, leave. I came here to literally give this to you so you could give me money and leave. Right. Thank all you. that all of all that I'm doing here is opening my door, collecting money from you, giving you a big ass TV and telling you to go like I think it's even better in covid times now because I right. rolled up. She her thing said uh, would prefer Venmo. I'll accept cash. Sure. And so right before I left my house, well, probably half an hour before because she hadn't been great at messaging back. Right. I sent her a message. Hey, having trouble finding your Venmo. Which one is it? There are a lot with the same name. I'll right. be there soon. And then I just started driving. Mm -hmm. And so just before I parked, she had Venmoed me back. So as I parked, I said, hey, I'm here. I sent her the money. Right. She came out on the front porch and said, hey. And the stuff was already sitting out there. Right. I walked up and she goes, there you go. Think that'll work? And I said, yep. Let me know if the transaction didn't go through for some reason. And I took it. And I left, oh and it God. was so nice and smooth. That sounds hot as shit. That sounds like a fun and sexy time for everyone. Dude, it involved. was it was great. It was. Great. Um, I will say this. Obviously, like there are so many bad things happening in the world with COVID, but there are a few things that I think we can carry forward. It was yeah. Similar to like that example that obviously are not antibodies in the well. Yes, sure, good. <laughs> <laughs> I hope we carry those forward. Um, God damn, that's a pretty good joke. Um. <laughs> There are certain things that societally I would be cool with going forward with. I would be cool with fist bumps instead of handshakes. Yeah. That one just comes from the fact that, like, and you may have experienced this too, there's a weird machismo thing around handshakes. Yeah. Where it's like, do you grip too hard? Do you grip too small? If you've got big hands, you've got to worry about it. If you've got small hands, do you grip extra hard to compensate? Like, Depending on your occupation, you have to grip stronger. Like, right. if, you're, if you're in construction or something. You better have a strong fucking grip. Yeah. And you, you better, better have gritty-ass hands. Yeah, let those calluses be felt. Well, and so it's, yeah, it's just like, that's such a weird thing. Why do we do that? And, like, the amount of places that said, we'll be, like, movie theaters, where they're like, we'll be cleaning the, the theater in between every viewing. I'm like, I get that it probably takes more time. But also, were we not doing that before? Well, it's like, like airplanes. Right. <laughs> yeah, we'll be disinfecting the entire plane in planes between flights. Planes are disgusting. What the fuck were we doing before that? Not. <laughs> Why? They go around Why are and, we not? <laughs> right? They go around and, apparently, planes have, like, way better ventilation systems than I've ever, like, considered. But Big as far as, like, cleaning baby. them... Yeah, like, no planes don't right. get that clean, right? How you supposed well, to clean yeah. up by somebody barefoot sitting on a plane, yeah. scuffing their feet on the floor yeah. for Stop. a whole flight when your turnaround time is five minutes? <laughs> you can't. I mean, yeah. I mean, you're not you're not wrong. And so, like stuff like that. But yeah, the handshakes have been a big one because people just kind of awkwardly like do a intermediate right yeah. now where they just don't really do anything. But I'll throw, throw an elbow. elbow. I'll throw a yeah. fist out. Like, <laughs> blah. <laughs> um, I'll throw an elbow. Nice to meet you. <laughs> um. Ah, oh, he's got a strong jaw. <laughs> but then, right, but then, similar things like contactless sales. Like, yeah. yo, if you're selling some shit and it's not furniture, 
and I don't need to like come inside your house to do that. Let's not do that. Yeah. Put it out I mean, on your porch. Meet at the sidewalk. I'll Venmo you. Yeah. Then we I'll have like, electronic you. traceable shit. Right. Like, I got Cash App. I got Venmo. I got PayPal. I can do any one of those if you're willing to give me the right information. Right. And so I'll do like, all three. I'll give you five bucks from all three accounts. That's the thing. It's just like, all right, well, cool. Zane, you said you had some stories today. What have you been Dude, up to? Uh, well, I haven't really been up to much. I same. But, but. <laughs> I've been downed. No. Um, oh. So I, <laughs> I saw something the other day, and apparently, it's pretty. It's pretty old. Like it started in like 1991. Mm-hmm. But there was some Chinese company that was making soy sauce. And it was some nasty thing where they were making soy sauce out of hair or like Ew. it was something that got like really shut down really fast. Yeah. But they I were like, so. hey, as a company, we're going to keep experimenting. So they made this uh, injectable protein that uh, did like disintegrates hair at the root, essentially. OK. And so they would give it to sheep. So instead of shearing these sheep, you could just peel all of the wool off them and it wasn't like it wasn't like down to the skin it wasn't like pulling it off and it was all bloody and stuff i was like what the fuck it looked like they were like robbing little fat dudes of their sweater Because you know when they're like when they're like clipping sheep or like shearing them, they have the little shoots that they like stuff them in, or when they're sure. like branding them or anything. It was basically like that. Like these sheep come down a conveyor belt. This dude like tackles it and wrestles it out of its wool, and then just like fucking sends it on its way. <laughs> I'm I'm like trying to find. Holy shit! Let's see. Uh, yeah, a hormone that makes fleece fallout may do away with the backbreaking job of hand sharing. This came out in 91. That was 91. There was a follow-up in 2015 or 16 where they had, like, done an actual analysis of it. And it turns out, like, with how much the stuff costs and with the uh, intensity of the um, stress to the sheep, it was cheaper to just pay somebody to shear the sheep. And it gave the sheep the same amount of emotional stress, if not less than Dude, just being able fuck? to peel it off. The like, process is called ruing, R-O-O-I-N-G. And it's like that part's bred into some sheep at this like, point. Like, tell me. What the fuck? Tell I want to find a video of this. It's not just mugging a dude, dude what the fuck? his it's, favorite it's like, Give me that shit. It, dude. Because it comes what? off in one piece. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? It is. Dude, that looks like me taking off a sweater at night, just being like, why the fuck am I stuck in this thing? It's a fucking turtleneck. <laughs> dude, dude, you're right. And they look like, I mean, again, they're kind of getting a little bit manhandled. They clearly are yeah. fine. But like, this one is like on its back, just being like, ah, fucking hold on. What? As its whole shit just gets peeled off. That looks satisfying as hell, though. Right. He's like, dude, it's like peeling an orange in one piece. What the fuck? <laughs> How is this a th- Oh my god. What the fuck? Literally I just googled peel sheep wool and there was a Reddit link from yeah, from just the other day, probably like yeah, 3 days from ago. Yeah, from a few yeah, from a few days ago. Sheep's wool being peeled off like a sweater. What? The, I'm going to watch it again. What the fuck? Dude, it is. It literally just looks like he's peeling up a sweater like you're taking a sweater off a little kid. Yeah. 
where you're like, put your arms up, and they're like, no, and you got to fucking just kind of hoist them a few times. That's where uh, Willy Wonka went after he he couldn't uh, sell candy anymore because too yeah. many kids fell fell into the chocolate. Right. When he, he started growing Oompa Loompa. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Was that not where you were going? No. Damn it. That's a great joke. I was just gonna say he started putting the Oompa Loompas in sweaters, but they got they liked them, so he had to wrestle them away from. No, them. no, that's when he became Willy Wonka. Willy he, redirect, Wonka. he rebranded. <laughs> oh, more like he rebranded. <laughs> so there's that. Yeah, dude. Okay, good. I'm glad. Okay, next thing. Um, I feel like we've talked about this a little bit before, but uh. Did you ever like eat things when you were a kid that were sure. weird? Uh, like, yes. like you know, people that eat macaroni and cheese and ketchup. ketchup. Yeah. Like, I can't talk too much about that. Like, I hate it. But I ate rice with ranch for a while oh when, I God, was, when I was when I was young, and, and also in college sometimes. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I don't mean to. Got to get those like calories this, but... somewhere. <laughs> I was young then. <laughs> It's just um, a lad. Well, we were talking about that the other day, and maybe maybe we're just missing that a step was skipped. Okay. Right? People eat hot dogs. Right. People cut up hot dogs sure. and put them in their macaroni and cheese. Who's to say that you wouldn't keep putting ketchup on your hot dog? It just happened to be in your mac and cheese. And sure. then somewhere around the along the line, somebody goes, well, I don't want the hot dog in there, but I kind of like the ketchup. And here we are just eating mac and cheese and ketchup like basically like what's like the the etymology of how this evolved yeah the etymology of it fucking god damn it good one <laughs> hey you got woolly wonka yeah, i'm taking etymology <laughs> <laughs> um, but like, yeah did no you know? that's a good point i'm trying to think did i eat weird shit not really i was a pretty like i wasn't necessarily picky but i also just didn't eat like green foods until i was like 15 yeah and i talked to your dad about that at your wedding Oh, what did he say? Well, he he was just like, "Oh, this is pretty good." You know, I don't eat green things, but and we love. <laughs> I was that. like, "Love yeah, that Tyler that's didn't how that eat went. green things for a while." He's like, "Yeah, that's my fault." Yeah, that's my bad. <laughs> which is so funny because I ate like three key vegetables, two of which were green, but it was like the canned version. Okay, because was like you know, you're growing up, you're doing whatever. Like, I, it, honestly, they tasted great. I still eat them to this day. But I ate canned corn. Okay, I ate well and fresh corn sometimes too. Yeah. I ate canned peas okay. and I ate canned spinach. Okay. And dude, salted canned spinach is fucking dude, A it's so good. Plus. Here's the thing though. I thought I loved spinach. I still No, it turns out I spinach. just love salt. <laughs> yes, that's true as well. But I would show up to my buddy's house yeah. and his little brother would appear when we were all hanging out. Right. And ninety percent of the time, at least the first time I saw him, each time I was at his house. Right. He'd be walking by with a fork and a can of can spinach. spinach. Just Not even a bowl with a, yeah. with a can of spinach poured in it. Just yeah. a can of spinach. And he'd go, hey, guys, take a big old mouthful of spinach and just walked off. Yeah. And I'd go, I guess I don't love spinach. I guess that's not me. I guess I'm, I'm not like, really about that spinach life. I'm excited to eat spinach, but I guess I don't love spinach. I guess I ain't no spinach bench. And, like, canned corn, I think canned corn's way easier. Like, it if you're cooking – and you're like making stir fry or something. Don't you, nobody has the time to like peel corn or like cook it to just cook it again. Like open a right. can of corn, pour it in some shit, put some seasoning on it. It's great. 
I should also I feel like, you there. Yeah, I should also like clarify. Like, I did eat vegetables. My dad was like good at feeding me regular, yeah. normal food. Yeah. But like, if I had to pick three favorite veggies, it was corn in either form, canned spinach, and canned peas. Yeah, and the the only thing I don't have anything against canned peas. They just look funny. They do, and they're they kind of like, they're mushy. They're a little on the gray brown side. They and are, like, and, but that's probably what pushes people away from them. Right? They taste fine, but they are delicious. Um. I haven't had canned spinach in a long. Maybe I'll have some canned spinach today. That sounds pretty good. Dude. I, although the last time I mentioned this, my parents bought me f- 24 cans of V8, of which I still have 23. So Perfect. Because um, we still have to figure out. Damn it. We still have to figure out how many of those you can drink in a day. Dude, no, zero. One. Dude, save maybe. them for another year. And then when you're in town, we'll have a reunion episode. Stop. Gross. And we'll, just, we'll just slam V8s for an hour. Just. Oh, my God. Can it's you just going to be sounds of gagging just, for. <laughs> People will not you like thought, that episode. You thought you turned off the episode where I was chewing gum. Yeah, you thought the Wings episode was bad. <laughs> Just wait. Wait till, wait till V8. Wait till v- episode V8. <laughs> that's the that's my stomach. <laughs> Just going yeah. ow, ow, ow. Sounding, sounding like a V8. <laughs> um, did I eat weird shit, though? Not really. What did you eat on your popcorn? Were you a, a butter popcorn guy? Were you just a microwave popcorn guy? Or were you a dry rub kind of guy? Okay. I, I I liked, obviously at the movie theater, drown that shit in butter. Oh, absolutely. But like if Murder I'm just me. at home, yeah. If I'm at home, I think we tried to buy the butterier version. Yeah. But I never would like add butter to it. Okay. Did um, you ever have just, an air popper? I would salt. Uh, We... I feel like we did for a while, but I feel like the bag was just easier. Yes. And gave a more consistent result. You didn't have to get out the one specific thing to make one specific food item. It's like, yeah, just throw it in the microwave. The one specific loud thing. That yeah, it's not you quite You never knew scary. what size bowl you needed. I love Air Pop popcorn, but you have to be like a seasoning master or just wicked with the butter. That's true. To like do it right. Right. I do like that they have like these like flavor enhancers now. Oh yeah, basically like mio for popcorn. Yes, where it's like, yo, here's Chipotle Ranch, and you're like, what? Yeah, it's a fucking thing. And the, like, I mean, the popcorn specific ones are obviously good yeah. because that's what they're designed for, right? But the way to go is to get like you're just like local fine like pork rub or like oh, chicken, sure. chicken rub or something like that and just shake that on in there that put sounds a little, put a little wild, salt actually dude it's mm, you know alpine touch even oh, fucking alpine touch yo if you're not from the northwest and you don't know about alpine touch sorry you can put it on anything it's dude you can put it on anything you could put it on your mac and cheese with ketchup oh and my, it would it'd be make that fucking shit delicious <laughs> It'd be so good. Dude, because it turns it from ketchup to aioli. Oh, my God. And then you're fine. <laughs> it's so good, man. It's literally just like a spice blend. It's not. It's like mostly, I would guess, garlic and onion powder. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure. I put garlic salt on fucking everything. I yeah. think we talked about that Same, here. Because it's celery delicious. salt is also sneaky fucking Dude, good. celery salt is so fucking slept Because what do you okay. get from celery that you can't just get from celery salt? I have no idea. But like celery salt is a thousand. I would rather eat a stick of celery salt than celery. Right. <laughs> uh. <laughs> here, hey, here's what it comes back to. You don't love spinach. You love salt. You love salt, yeah. Um, there, the, the first time, there used to be a hot dog cart in downtown Missoula. Do you remember yes. that? Yeah. Like a New York style uh-huh. Hey, forget about it. Kind of hot dog. Yeah, cart. Tom Dooley's. Was that? Was it Tom Dooley's or was there a different one? No, a different one. Ooh. This was like I was like six, 
or seven. I don't remember that actually. Then. It was great. It had like a red and yellow logo. It was awesome. Yo. Anyway, he would go to like the baseball games and stuff too. Okay. But like every once in a while, my dad and I'd be walking downtown. It. What's that? That's why I didn't know about it. Yeah, okay, sure. That's probably why. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, first of all, fuck baseball. <laughs> um, <laughs> they we we would like be walking around downtown, and I remember stopping there one time, and or yeah, we stopped there, and then weirdly enough, I remember him being at Pumpkin Chunkin too. Yeah. Which is a thing that so, I don't know that we've ever talked about somehow. I because I couldn't find any information on it. I feel like we've talked about talking about it. Do and people know what Pumpkin like, Chunkin is? I know Missoula and Montana. I know people other do. places have contests for it, but I can never find our specific one. Let me finish this hot dog thing and then we'll circle okay. back to Pumpkin Chunkin. I also have a hot dog thing real quick to do tap, you? tack on to the end okay. of this. Well, so with my hot dog thing, my dad was like, You should get this hot dog, but have him add celery salt. Yo. And I'm like, is that an odd? Like, because I was like, what the? We were reading through the condiment list or whatever. Yeah. And that was one of them. I was like, Dad, what is celery salt? He goes, oh. Was your dad I'm trying like, to prank you? No. He was like, no, they can put it on. Like, Chicago style hot dog. Like, put it on there. Okay. And he did. And I was like, holy fuck. I didn't Fucking. say that because I was like seven. But like, in my head, that was the that was the reaction. And from now, like, we just got a spice rack a month or two ago. Yes. And it has celery salt in there. And I would be lying if I said I hadn't made, like, five or six hot dogs and just fucking sprinkled some on there. Dude, it, it goes on. Like, if it's I have celery salt, good. I'm not touching anything else. Like, I Maybe love, some Lawry's. I was just about to say, Lawry's would, I would compete there. Because, like, fuck Johnny's. Get Johnny's out of here. Johnny's is delicious. Johnny's is fine. But literally, I will take just plain garlic salt. True. Like, what about like a nice Tony Sashery, aka Slap Your Mama? I guess they're not aka, but they're similar. <laughs> um, I don't know. I've never had those. What? Yeah, Tony Sashery's is like Cajun Lawry's, basically. Okay. What about just some MSG? Sure. Yeah. Why not? Put it on there. Um, but like, if I had celery salt, I'm not eating another seasoning of any kind until that's right. gone. Probably. That's fair. Because it's delicious. What's your yeah. hot dog thing? So I went to uh, WSU okay. some years back. Noise. And we were staying with uh, some girls of the cousin that was one of the people. Girls that were the cousin of one of the people we were with. And they lived like right at the bottom of like the frat hill. So we just like wandered around. And at the end of the night, they were like, yo, we got to get munchies. Mm-hmm. And I go, what are you talking about? And they're like, we get, we got to get munchies. Right. And so I said, okay, I'm just here, so let's go. Right. And we all wander down, and here we walk up on a line that is a block long mm-hmm. for this hot dog stand Oof. called Munchies. Yo. And they were just like, fuck you up, sloppy, big-ass hot dogs oh my God, at 3 a.m., Ugh. And I don't know if I've ever seen a better business model. Dude, let me look this up real quick if it still exists. Um, oh, my God, it does. There is a place in Ballarat in Australia that was a similar premise. And um, it's open. Well, I guess it's closed right now. But, like, typically it was open from, like, 10 p.m. to, like, 4 a.m. Yeah. And it's just called Gravy Spot. Yo. And all it is, like, I'm looking at their profile picture on Facebook right now. All it is, I see fried varieties of different food, a bunch of different chips, a.k.a. French fries, a a fish sandwich, and then kebabs. 
Yo. And literally all it is is like basically poutine and kebabs. And it's you all gravy food for, and it's right in the center of downtown. It's for drunk people. And it's the fucking greatest. The food is fine or good, but like it's out of this world how good that is at like two in the morning. Yeah. And like what a wild idea to be like, hey, we're just open from like 10 p.m. to 3 a.m. Yeah. And we're just going to crush it. You're going to make a killing. Drunk like, people will show up and spend lots maybe, of money on food. Maybe that's an awful shift to work, but <clears throat> oh, yeah, you're t- going to make a killing. Yeah. Um, I want to go back to pumpkin chunking real quick. Yes, please. So the technical term is pumpkin chucking, which I think I knew. Yeah. But it says for rhyming purposes, it can also be pumpkin chunking or pumpkin chunking. Well, that's just the same thing. What? Anyway. Yeah. It's the sport of hurling or chucking a pumpkin solely by mechanical means for distance. Yeah. Devices used include slingshots, catapults, centrifugals, trebuchets, and pneumatic cannons. Nice. Um, LOL. The world record holder in Moab, Utah was named Big Ten Inch. <laughs> so... Pumpkin chunking competitions, formal and informal, exist throughout the U.S. in the autumn when, and often occur when pumpkins are harvested. Makes sense. Yeah. World Championship Pumpkin Chunkin' held annually in November in Delaware by the World Championship Pumpkin Chunkin' Association, WCPC, WCPCA, was the first and largest annual competition. The event ran from 1985 to 2013. A myriad of legal and logistical problems caused multiple events to be canceled after that, <laughs> and subsequent events have been more sporadic. A European championship has been held in Bickshot, Belgium, every year since 2004. Yo. Dude, the Guinness World Record shot is held by a pneumatic cannon dubbed Big Ten Inch. Hilarious name. Yes. At 5,543 feet. That's over a mile. Over a mile. <laughs> Yo! For our European listeners, that's 1,690.25 meters. Yo! That is a, res- that's a blast. Yeah. Just see you later. I shot a fucking pumpkin a mile. How do you keep the pumpkin intact? They How do you get them, that I kind think. of... Oh, okay. It's that also makes- compared... Uh, uh, blah, blah, blah. Also this stuff. The Team American Chunker holds the record in the U.S. for 4,694 feet, which is Jesus. dumb because the other record was in the U.S. too. <laughs> The difference in results, Wikipedia notes, between Delaware and Utah may be due to the higher, thinner, drier air in Utah, providing less resistance and drag. Interesting. Here's something interesting. The range achieved by devices greatly depends on their mass, shape, and size. Yeah. The pumpkin's another variable, since sabots... What the fuck is a sabot? That's probably a pie pumpkin. No, it's a thing that, like, it's a structural device used in a firearm or cannon to keep subcaliber flight projectiles, such as small bullets or arrows, (laughs) in the center of the barrel when fired. Oh, perfect. Yeah. I was I was close. Now we learned. <laughs> um, sabbats are often prohibited in competition. The most sabbat common... shalom. <laughs> shalom shabbats. The most common pumpkin varieties used are Caspers, Luminas, and La Estrellas. These varieties typically have thicker rinds and can better withstand the forces of launch. So they're not frozen. I guess not. They One just have the to get a pumpkin root... that fits really well. Right. One of the core rules for the competition is that the pumpkin must remain whole after leaving the device until hitting the ground for the chunk to count. Pumpkins that burst after leaving the barrel or sling result in the shot being disqualified are referred to as pie, short for pumpkin pie in the sky. Perfect. I'm trying to see, like, what other things we got here. I mean, Um, I know I know a guy who has a bowling ball cannon that you could probably shoot a what? 
Yeah. It, a bowling I, ball cannon? I've never seen it in action, but allegedly it'll Fuck shoot a yeah. bowling ball like a quarter mile. Dude, that sounds awesome. And also horrifying. Right. Um, dude, so it started in Lewes, Delaware, and made <laughs> almost a million dollars, which and is And now insane. it's in Wynn, Delaware. <clears throat> LOL. L-E-W-E-S. Uh, the 2014 event was canceled due to logistics problems. The speedway that they were hosting it at did not have a long enough straightaway to cover the one mile distance the competition requires. Yo. And then insurance companies wouldn't cover it. Uh, and so no championship was held in 2017 because of another injury related lawsuit. And then TV partners pulled out. So, oh, they tried to reorganize in 2019. And the fact that, oh, basically for lower cost, they downsized though. And then many Delaware regulars were unwilling to make the trek. Dang. So, and then COVID fucked it up too. But yeah, yeah. They, literally they just shoot pumpkins so far. Dude, listen to some of these names for the record holder for each year. We got okay. Chunk Norris. Thank you. American Chunker Incorporated. Okay. Young Glory 3. Okay. Second Amendment 2. <laughs> Hormone Blaster. <laughs> Big ten inch, okay. Um, old glory, classic. Q thirty six pumpkin modulator. <laughs> Universal soldier. Mellow yellow. Determinator. <laughs> Ultimate warrior. Okay. John Ellsworth. <laughs> and Melson Thompson. Nice. There's also oh, there's bad to the bone. Colossal Thunder. Okay, those are just monster truck names at that point. Yeah, right. Shoulda knowed better. <laughs> Ethos. Snot Rocket. Okay, good one. Chunk 58. <laughs> LOL at Stomach Virus. <laughs> Little Blaster. Jersey Devil and Pumpkin Pirates. Okay. What That's happened a- to Chunk 1 through 57? Before we got to Chunk 58 is my question. Yeah, that's a great question, actually. Did they all combust? Did they blow too many pump? Did they pie too many pumpkins? I mean, you'd figure they had to. It was a Also, is catapult. there a cleanup procedure for this? No, I think that's why they just harvest? fucking yeet them into a field and they're like, Perfect. all right. And they're like, great, that, that's going to be great mulch for next year. Yeah, that area is fertilized now. Perfect. Anyway, Tyler, so tell us if you've ever pumpkin chunked before. Pumpkin chunked. I was like, I was literally looking, dude. From fucking from Delmarvanow.com, the chunk must go on. Pumpkin <laughs> chunkin announces move to Illinois, and then and then a year later, from Delaware online, after a year away, Pumpkin Chunkin begs Delmarva to quote bring us home. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody rich of a, just needs to buy up a bunch of land and right. A lot of drama in the. In the Punk and Chunkin' universe here. Yeah, you know, it's it's not unlike the... Uh, the people need their chunk, you know what I mean? Yeah. Well, is it Tweet of the Week time? I think it's Tweet of the Week time. Okay. <laughs> I was not expecting to hit Punk and Chunkin' today, but here we are. Dude, when you got it, you got it. This one comes to us from Matthew at TweetPotato314. The original name for the PS5 was but it kept attracting cats. Uh, this one comes from Dr. <coughs> Pumpkin Spiceotope. Friday the 13th, what's next? Saturday the 14th? 
Why do I like that one so much? Oh, boy, let's see. Not a lot of good going on in the world right now. <laughs> so, Twitter is a little bit dry. I got one here. Please. This one's from Beyonce's Lemonade Era at It's Joe Bro. I tweet for the people that put the 397 meat back because they found some for 361. Fucking true. That speaks to me. That, dude, I feel that a lot, which is great. Here's something that I'm just going to uh, touch on quick and move on from, okay. is that I read a study that um, Twitter users are, on average, smarter than the general population, and only a small percentage of uh, people use Twitter. So anyway, we're are just sharing knowledge. Right now? We're just yeah. sharing knowledge with you when we share these tweets, just so... <laughs> Are you, are you hitting us with the Rick and Morty? The yeah, our jokes are a little it was, too intelligent. It was younger and more educated. Was I believe what the study said? I was, oh, so not which smarter just means then. it's a bunch of people who went to college and have nothing else to do with their lives. So they right. tweet. For, for example, Mark Rebier just tweets out, "Look at that ass." <laughs> he is a fucking gem. I'm so mad for him that his shit got stolen. I know. Somebody broke into his car. Shout out to Bullshit. Sweetwater. Sweetwater oh God, for Sweet hooking Water. him the fuck back up. Yes. Let's they go. sent him a thousand shakers or a hundred shakers or some I, shit like that. <laughs> I love that so much. It's incredible. Here's one. I just found, I just found an old one from okay. Bill Ratchet. Yeah. And literally all it says is Travis Scott voice. Give me the poop. And <laughs> it's so dumb. <laughs> it's so dumb. <sighs> That's not even funny. We have to end it. <laughs> Here, I, I have one that's Please. Just, some, just some positivity. Bring us back. This is from He is Lore at Lore's Joburg. Okay. You can give a man a fish and then teach him to fish, you know? And it's a lot easier to learn how to fish when you're not starving. It's a great point. Go ahead and give somebody a fish this week. That's Yo, your homework. Fish somebody up. Go ahead and catfish somebody and okay. let us know how it goes. Guys, this has been Ding Dong. It's a podcast episode 149. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.